0: Welcome to the first episode of Etc. I'm your host, Grant Priest, with. Start over.
1: Don't say I'm your host. Come on. Welcome to the very first
0: episode of Etc. with myself, Jonah Jungu, and. Grant Priest. All right, I'm, we're going to start off just by uh, introducing ourselves a little bit. Uh, as I said, I'm Grant. I'm a junior at uh, Prairie Ridge High School. Um, my, I'm interested in finance, economics, and I'd say my favorite sport is baseball. What about you, Jonah?
1: Uh, yep. So myself as well, I'm a junior at PR. Um, I'd say my interests include, I'm definitely interested in sports. I don't play any sports, but um, I definitely still have a love for sports. It's definitely something I've always been interested in and probably where hopefully I'll end up going with my career path. Um, hopefully if our intended audience is reached, you guys both know a little bit about us already. So yeah, um, I, I think it'd be great. It's been a long time coming, getting this going and um, a couple months in the making
0: to get this all rolled out. But yeah, absolutely. Um, I know we've known each other for quite a while and this has definitely been something that we've been talking about, I'd say for years. And then actually bringing it together has been a couple months in the, uh, in the works. So I, um, We're going to start off. Jonah, do you want to kind of talk about uh, just your outlook and your experience um, during this whole COVID pandemic and what that's been like as a student um, trying to take classes and also just working around uh, social life and just, you know, at the same time trying to be a kid during, you know, a global pandemic?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, obviously, if you think back to what March 13th last year, um, I just remember the energy at school being like, everyone just finding out that the next week we're going to have off extended spring break everyone just being excited and just looking back on that I just think it's crazy how much we took for granted of life before this all started I mean you look back at the spring school was pretty relaxed not much teachers didn't ask much of us in the classrooms um but then I mean we missed out on for the seniors last year, missed, missed like the baseball season, missed out on the baseball season. Lacrosse missed out, all those spring sports, missed out on their senior prom, and didn't have a real graduation. And over the summer, graduation parties were completely different. Um, a lot of people weren't able to have those. Um, so I think it's just been a lo- it's been a long time. I think everyone is kind of just tired out. And then coming into the in into the uh into the fall was was definitely it was good to get back into a good routine, I guess. Um, but definitely still missed out on a lot. I mean, in the fall, no football season, no homecoming, um, just a lot of things that are like a principle of, of being in high school, being a high school student that I think we missed out on. Um, it's been good this semester to get back in the classroom a little bit, a couple days a week. Um, I know both you and I were in zero hours. so It's been good to get up, get a morning lift in before school. That's, that's That's always good. good. Can't go wrong with that. But, um, Yeah, I think I think we're getting used to it. Hopefully we'll we'll end up back back to normal as normal as we can get somewhat soon. But what are your what are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, I like how you brought up taking things for granted. I remember when we found out that we are probably going to be, you know, doing school from home for the rest of second semester um, last year. I was excited because, you know. What student doesn't want to break from school but especially as um, I've gotten into my junior year and I've been basically home you know for first semester second semester luckily we're starting to get back I'm in the classroom a couple of days a week but I've realized how much I took for granted like even little things just like talking to your friends in the hallway walking to your next class like when you're doing that in the moment it doesn't seem like much but when you're at home, Staring at a screen in a five-minute passing period, just looking at your phone for five minutes before you uh, go walk on your next Zoom class, you've really you miss human human interaction, and yeah. So I definitely agree that um, we've taken things for granted, and I'm looking forward um, in terms of hopefully when things get back to normal, I'm going to appreciate my time in high school more and realize that it's not going to last forever. So I may as well, you know, take in, you know, friendships, um, fun moments, sports extracurriculars while it lasts because it's definitely not going to be here forever. So um, kind of moving on um, pivoting, like how would you say, because obviously the whole quarantining and the pandemic has completely, you know, lopsided how people, you know, social lives, like you, you, you haven't necessarily been able to hang out with people as much. So, like, how have you coped with that? And, like, what are some things you've started to do to kind of make up for this lack of, like, social interaction that we all miss so much?
1: Yeah. Um, so, I mean, over the summer, I was – I spent way more time outside than I was used to, which was awesome. I That's probably one of the main, if not only positives, that's come out of the situation. Um, kind of found a love for, for fishing, I think. Think both of us did we definitely (laughs) kind of figured out that that's something we really enjoy doing um spent probably a little bit too much money on it over the summer but you live and you learn um and i think that's been really good i was able to connect with a couple different people able to meet up at a pond here here there and just go fishing for a couple hours over the summer um definitely since there i wasn't able to hang out with as many people as much i definitely think i formed. Closer bonds with like certain groups of people, like certain yeah. friends that I wasn't as close with before. Um, so that that was good. Definitely, there are definitely positives that have come out of it. Um, as far as like coping, I obviously like fishing over the summer. I'd say was, was kind of my coping mechanism. If I wasn't working, it I was outside almost what seemed like all summer. Um, and then once school started. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It, school did not go well at all for a semester. Oh, you're definitely um, not alone there. <laughs> yeah, I I think a lot. I think a lot of people can relate. Um, but I'd say as far as coping, it was being involved as much as you can was was definitely good for me. Um, I mean, I I'm in Mads at school, so having that group. I mean, it's a great group of kids. It's it was something even when we weren't at school in person for like during the day, we were able to still have in-person rehearsals uh, for a while at least. And then obviously everything went full remote, but so just having that, have that group, having that group of people. And then like the musical started, it's been a great experience so far. Um, Just having groups of people that you can always count on people that you know are involved in the same things as you and just staying involved as much as possible. I know it, it's being involved in extracurriculars at school looked definitely a lot, a little bit different this year. But um, yeah. just doing your best to keep busy during that time definitely important.
0: Yeah, I you? I agree. Uh, in terms of my summer, you know, despite the pandemic going on, I actually kind of it felt like a relatively normal summer to me. Uh, like you said, we fished a lot. Uh, that was great. Definitely a new hobby that I'll hopefully enjoy for many years to come. And then I got my first job over the summer. I worked at Mariano's. You know that you work there too. Um, We both quit. Glad we don't work there anymore. All right. That's a story for another time. Um, But so as much besides like wearing masks and of course abiding the social distancing, um, I still felt kind of like a relatively normal teenager, you know, going to work, you know, having fun while I could still working hard, making money. Uh, fishing, like you said. So the summer was great. I think, like you said, the, being outside a lot helped because um, uh, you were able to hang out with people outside and still social distance and still have a good time. But uh, as soon as the school school year started, uh, that was when it kind of went downhill. Um, you know, you're a junior in high school too. Um, this is definitely the hardest year um, for high schoolers by far, you got standardized testing, you got colleges, you're thinking about all that sort of stuff. You're usually taking the most AP classes you've ever had. Um, I know I am, and it's very, I wouldn't necessarily say that academic load, I mean, aside from it being junior year, I wouldn't say it's harder learning from home than it is from learning in school in terms of the classwork, but not having that teacher student relationship where you can just easily ask them questions and um, get that quick answer and actually learn. That's definitely been a problem. And um, aside from it being harder to like um, have relationships with your teachers and um, be able to fully grasp the material, I think the hardest part for me has just been being cooped up inside all day. Like you wake up uh, one minute before class, you hop up on your Chromebook you join Zoom. Uh, you do zoom for a couple hours you're on the screen all day and then uh you uh, log off when the day's over you might uh do something fun for an hour hour and a half but then it's right back to homework and then back to sleep and it's a full cycle over again so it's definitely been hard for me and um, my social relationships um i've definitely like you said um gotten closer with a few people and have definitely formed great relationships with them um like uh, you know this. I my friend and I formed the the investment club this year with Mr. Siren, great guy. Um, we've had a lot of fun. <laughs> it's um, it's always great to do something that you're passionate about, like you said, being involved. It's even better when it's uh, you know, something that you really care about. So that's been nice. There's been ups and downs, but I definitely say the uh, biggest down is just kind of being alone in your room all day on the computer. You just don't feel like you're in high school. So Um, what would you say? um, I know we're both huge fans of music. How is, I don't know about you, but I've definitely started listening to music like a lot more. Like my music listening is like risen exponentially during the pandemic. How about you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for, I don't, I'm just trying to think of like, if you remember like the Spotify Rewinder. yeah wrapped whatever came out like looking back at that it was it was pretty cool to see like i mean we were just cooped up inside for so long so many hours at a time so many days weeks months at a time it's kind of cool to go back and look at like how different my like my taste in music was over the (laughs) over the course of the year um i mean at the top is always it's was definitely like hip-hop dominated yeah hip-hop and like rap But, I mean, over the summer, like, I started listening to some country music like Luke Combs. And that's, like, a year ago before the pandemic. Me listening to Luke Combs is, like, not something I ever in a million years would have thought of. Who would have known? Um, But I I definitely just branched out a little bit. um, Found some new stuff. Listened to some old music that I used to love. Um, I mean, there's a bunch of good music from 70s, 80s, 90s, and so on. but yeah, definitely um, – and I think this conversation kind of lends itself well into I, – I guess I can let you go too, but um, this kind of lends itself well into talking about our song of the week, which is – that's going to be – just to kind of explain, it's going to be a weekly segment that we'll have, I'm um, just kind of talking about our song of the week um, at what we're listening to at the moment. Um, hopefully, we'll try to switch it up every week, but I think – um for me I honestly this was kind of my song of the year for of 2020. Um I listened to I definitely listened to a lot of uh Khalid music. He, he has a ton yeah. of good albums, a lot of good music. I'd say probably my song of song of the year, I guess the segment is song of the week, but I'll just for this one I guess my, it was my song of the year is probably Out of My Head by Khalid. Um great song. It's off his Free Spirit album with John Mayer. Um I don't know. I just, that's always been a song that I've really enjoyed listening to. And, um, yeah. So what about yourself? Sorry, I spoke for a while there, but just overall song, song of the week, and then how, how, uh,
0: your music listening taste was in, uh, in 2020. No, I know what you're saying. First of all, I'd like to say, um, during the pandemic, I've listened to music a lot more and, I don't even know if that's necessarily attributed to the pandemic. I'm sure it has some role in it. But since middle school on the high school, I've definitely started listening to music more and developing my own taste and what I like. Like I remember before middle school, I didn't even really listen to music at all. And now I can't imagine, you know, going a day without listening to music. You can't do homework without listening to music. So but I think my song of the um of the week is Life is Good, uh, by Future, and Drake's also featured on it that's been something I've been listening to, um, a lot this week. It's just, I just like, it's just a nice hype song. And whenever you're down or whenever you need motivation to do that assignment or something that you don't have the energy for, <laughs> um, Drake's there for you, I guess I'm saying, or am <laughs> I kind of, you yeah, know, I definitely, definitely understand. But, um, Oh, uh, yeah. Also, I think music has also been a big role in me for celebrating um successes or like basically just being happy in a time where it's hard to be happy. Like, uh, I basically been focused mainly on school this year because that's all there is. You know, we're just cooped up in our um houses doing Zoom. So grades, of course, have been a huge pressure and there's a lot of stress attributed to that. <laughs> Uh, so w- whenever something good happens, you know, I'm definitely not afraid to get excited. Um, so listening to music, it's, uh, I'm definitely not afraid to, like, you know, dance. Definitely alone in my room, though, I'm not going to show people my dancing skills, although they're of, quite excellent. Of course. Um, but I, I, don't I, I believe
1: you. <laughs> I don't want to
0: intimidate anyone. They're just too good. But I think that's human, though. Like, I'm sure I'll regret admitting what I just said later, but... <laughs> Uh, I can't be the only one who, uh, you know, listens to music and like expresses themselves. Like, I think that's a human thing. And I know um, high schoolers definitely aren't vulnerable about, you know, expressing their emotions and being open about their thoughts thoughts and their feelings. But I think music's a huge part in just helping you, um, uh, helping you like express your emotions. And I think that's ex- like especially important uh, this time. What do you
1: think? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, uh as just definitely as far as like it's a great way to just kind of keep in touch with your emotions. A lot of time, like I felt myself grades definitely went well for you first semester, not so great for me. Uh so that was pretty stressful. Um and I definitely I could all I just remember like I would could always just listen to music and Like if you get too stressed, sometimes it just becomes overwhelming and you like, you can't handle it. Um, And I definitely just think music is like, if like you get down and you just, like you said, listen to a hype song it just hypes you up and gets you back in a good mood. And it's, I don't think it's healthy to just keep those feeling like feeling down. That's like keeping that kept inside. That's not, I don't know, especially as teenagers when, I mean, we're still growing and we're like you said, like, we don't like to be vulnerable, but we are. And yeah, it's, important. Um, it's It's very important to keep that, I don't know, just keep positive energy. Granted, there's times where sometimes you just want to listen to, <laughs> I don't know, a depressing song. That you, yeah. there, there, there's <laughs> times <laughs> where it's like that. Yeah. Um, uh, but, but, yeah, I mean, I definitely think there's, there's so many different kinds of music, like we talked about, like, getting into country somehow. Just there's something different for, for every, every mood you're in. And I definitely think it's good to just use music to keep in touch with your emotions. And
0: I don't know, just keep your, I don't know. I think you get it. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. And I think I'm going to take uh, this, you know, just about trying to be yourself and, you know, being in tune with your emotions. Like, I think a lot of high schools, especially juniors seem to hear this like there's tons of people who do absolutely amazing in school and they got that figured out and, you know, good for them. But I think something people need to hear is that like school isn't everything. Like in a couple of years, we're all going to be off to college. We're going to be doing our own things. And that's the real world. You can do whatever you want to do. So like, just remember, I'm not saying school is not important, but make sure to pursue things you're passionate about. Like try to learn just as much about things you're learning like in physics is something you're passionate about. Like, I think people get so focused on grades and uh, GPA and SAT, ACT scores that like, it's, that's not everything. Like it's important to a be happy and, you know, success sure can, can lend itself to happiness, but success can be, um, you know, described in many different ways. It's not all about school. It's about, you know, your relationship with your family, your passions, like, if you're happy as a person, if you're happy with yourself. So yes, school is important, but also please make sure, uh, you know, enjoy yourself. You're only gonna be um, in high school for so long, you're never gonna get these years back. So just make sure to enjoy life while you have it because grades aren't everything. So I think we're gonna take that and pivot into something where we were both passionate about and what we both enjoy um, both watching and we both played in the past. Um, sports are probably a, a huge part of our lives. Kind of talk about to me what sports mean for you, Jonah?
1: Yeah, I mean, I grew up. I've always been a huge football fan. I mean, I'm a Vikings fan. Mm-hmm. I think most people know that. Pr- people yeah. probably get the idea. That is so. um, yeah, and I mean, so I've been, I've been into football since I was. I mean, as long as I can remember, I just I remember the two thousand nine NFC championship game. I was what, five years old, crying myself to sleep after the Brett Favre <laughs> interception. Most people have zero clue what I'm talking about. But I mean the the thing the fact that things like that from two thousand nine are like ingrained into my brain. That I mean, I think that just kind of speaks as to how much of an impact sports have played on my on my life. Um it's definitely something I've always been interested in um I played football when I was starting in like when I was five played flag football and then tackle football for five six years um and I was into baseball around the same time played baseball up until after my freshman year um then I think I kind of switched directions got involved in in the arts a lot in high school but um so kind of shifted away from baseball but I definitely still have a love for the game um Definitely, still have a love for football as well. And I played a little bit of basketball in middle school, pretty bad, like awful. Playing you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's not fun to watch. But um, <laughs> you were fine, you were good at defense. I remember that. Okay, I'll take it. Oh, sure. um, but but yeah, I, and I, and then I think that's kind of transferred in. Like I've throughout my entire life, sports have always been like the one thing I've always had it, like a common interest in. Yeah, and I think like approaching like adulthood and where I got to go next after high school. I think I got, I, it, it only makes sense to do something in that field. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely looking at like sports management career paths. Yeah. I think that would be nice. really good for me. Um, I definitely think it it just makes sense. It, it makes too much sense for me to not try to pursue that as a career. Um, then there's so many opportunities. There's so many different lanes. I can take it. I've always wanted to be an agent, but if that's not where, if that's not the path I end up on, I mean, there's so many different opportunities. Um, and yeah, I, I, I think sports have always played an impact in my life and I definitely want them to continue to play an impact in my life. So yeah. What about yourself?
0: Yeah, I definitely uh, sports huge part of my life. Baseball is definitely a sport I'm more passionate about. I know football uh, is yours. I definitely still enjoy watching basketball, football, but baseball is the thing I enjoy the most. I play baseball. I'm currently on the uh, varsity baseball team, and I love watching it. I'm a Cubs fan. That's going to be very hard <laughs> this year. It's depressing. We can't talk about it. I'll start to cry. But um, I I remember um, like you talked about uh, two thousand nine. I remember in twenty sixteen when the Cubs won the um World Series. Probably went to bed. Yeah, you probably regret that, don't you? <laughs> I'm, I'm oh, always gonna hold I was I'm always gonna hold that against you. Um I remember watching every single playoff game, no matter how late it went, watching every single game in the World Series. And um uh, my grandpa, who's a huge Cubs fan too, um, he's the one who actually converted me to a Cubs fan. Everyone else in my family is a Sox fan, as you know. So I'm not very liked around the household, but that's okay. <laughs> There's so, other reasons too. Ah, uh, all right. <laughs> Also a story for oh, several stories for another time. So <laughs> um, my grandpa and I would text during the games, just, you know, talking about what's going on, our thoughts, you know, expressing excitement for, uh, or disappointment for what's going on. And I remember texting during game seven, of the world series, by far the most exciting game I've ever watched in my life. I want to text innings. Yeah. That game is just something I'm never going to forget. Um, definitely one of my greatest sports memories of all time. Um, I think that's the great thing about sports is it brings people together. It's something people can come around and support one thing. I always think it's a beautiful thing when people can always forget their differences and just actually agree on something, whether or not that's just, you know, being mad at a ref for a bad call, which happens all the time in football, which is something, one of my pet peeves I'm sure we'll talk about that further down the road. So yeah, for me to have to be the Cubs 2016 world series, that kind of, um describes that that puts into perspective uh, my experience with sports and you know why I love it so much Um uh, in terms of playing baseball um far down the road I'm not too sure if I'm going to pursue that I'm um, in the college or not um no matter what happens I'm still gonna love the sport watch it uh, for the rest of my life um but now I think this is a great time to um transition into another segment we have it's called player profile which is where each of us kind of talk about a player who's had a standout week um, who's doing something notable that we want to give credit to and just talk about so Jonah uh, why don't you start us off here
1: yeah so I'm starting off with quite honestly one of my least favorite athletes of all time um, that would be Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady. Um, he actually did not play this week because it's the week in between the championship games and the Super Bowl. Yeah. But we we got the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday, uh, February seventh. Um, uh, so that'll be obviously, of course, an exciting game. Um, we'll get we'll talk touch on that a little bit later as well. Yeah. Um, but at 43, <laughs> moving to a new team, historically one of the worst teams. At least in the past five years, Tom Brady's taking this team to a Super Bowl, which in my mind is just—it's insane. I—I I still don't like him. That's never going to change. But I—I I mean, you—you you can't, you can't, you can't knock him. It's—it's. It's,
0: yeah.
1: That's that's just like unheard of. He's playing at one. He's got to be one of the oldest quarterbacks to ever play, and oh, I'm sure still playing at a. At a very high level, Um, yeah, he was looks like third in the league in passing yards, um, second only to Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes, the reigning MVP of or reigning Super Bowl champion and MVP two years ago. If you go ahead and look at the touchdowns, he was once again third, I believe, in the league, Um, second only or behind only Aaron Rodgers and uh, Patrick Mahomes actually tied no behind Aaron Rodgers and tied with Russell Wilson. Um, if you go ahead and look at his completion percentage, probably once again gonna be up there in ya or in the. Uh, okay, actually, completion percentage is a rough stat to look at because yeah we'll get into that later. That's unimportant. Um, but
0: <laughs> I have a question for you actually. Yeah, for sure. So, you're not alone in, I, I don't know if you hate Tom Brady, but you dislike him to say the least. Is Yeah. Why is that? Like, I get not liking people who are really good, but like, what's your reasoning behind that? Like, can't you just respect him for who he is, being one of the best quarterbacks of all time? Oh,
1: 100%. I definitely have respect for him, and being able to play at st- such a high level. If you compare his, the first 10 years of his career to the second 10, he's... Even in almost every single category, but has, I think, one more Pro Bowl appearance in the second half of his career. He's unbelievable. I have nothing but respect for him, but as a player, I have nothing but respect for him. He, I don't know. I just, you're definitely right about some. This definitely has something to do with not liking him because he (laughs) wins a lot. That's fair. That's
0: a fair thing. You're not a Um,
1: winner. And so that definitely plays into it um i mean there's some scandals over the years but at the end of the day how much of a role did he play in those who knows um but definitely just at at this point i i especially after this year i have more respect for him than than i um definitely than i did before just because he's able to continue to play at such a high level um actually have just a couple quick unbelievable facts (laughs) this is tom brady's First time as an underdog in the Super Bowl since 2002, which was like his second Super Bowl, and now he's in his tenth. Um, so I think that's pretty crazy. And there have in the Super Bowl era there have been 525 playoff games. Tom Brady has played in 45 of those 525 playoff games. He's played in over eight and a half percent of all playoff games in the Super Bowl era, which is some 50, 60 years at this point which I just think that's incredible. Yeah,
0: that's mine. I
1: mean, undoubtedly, whether or not you you think he's the best, um, he definitely has the most unbelievable legacy of anyone to ever pick up a football. And I really don't – I can't see anyone coming close to to touching that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, how about we shift it over to you? Who do you have this week for your pr- player profile? All
0: right, my guy is Damian Lillard, all right? And I'm not a huge basketball guy, as I said earlier. I've watched about one basketball game this season, and it was the <laughs> Bulls against the Trailblazers. And Lillard was having a great game. Just a little um, quick summary about who he is. Uh, rookie of the Year in 2013, five-time All-Star. Uh, great guy. Um, definitely going to be a Hall of Famer for sure, in my opinion. Um, so the game, I think I <laughs> I have no idea, <laughs> to be honest. I really don't even know that much about him, so that was kind of just improv. I hope that's not <laughs> wrong. Moving on. um, am I, Is that wrong to say he's a future Hall of Famer, Jonah? I mean, he hasn't... He, I think he'd, he'd need to
1: win a championship. I mean, you could... I, I, I don't know. I think he'd have to win a championship to be to be a Hall of Famer. I also don't know how much... I don't know much about how getting the Hall of Fame in the NBA works. I mean, if it's anything similar to... To the um to the NFL, yeah. I I think he'd have to win a championship because yeah he can he can be great and be top ten in all these different categories but if you can't lead a team to a um to a championship I don't know how it, it it's it's a hard argument to make and additionally yeah. you can't really say he hasn't had help I mean he's had C J McCollum there for the past however many years and that I mean that should be one of the best duos in the league. And but yeah, they haven't they haven't been able to get past. I granted they had to play against the Warriors in the playoffs and the Thunder and some of those great big three teams. But I don't know. Yeah, sorry, kind of cut you off there. No, uh,
0: you're good. I mean, to be honest, didn't know most of the players you just said there. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I got some more to do. Basketball is not my thing, mainly baseball. But I will tell you about what stood out to me on the game last Saturday. I think that was uh, December. No, my bad. December. That was last year, January 30th. All right, So they were playing the Bulls. That was the only reason why I was watching the game. And it was a very good game. I think the Bulls at one point had like a 19-point lead, and then they blew it. And then in the fourth quarter, um, they kind of um, – they took the lead again. But Lord was absolutely amazing. He had 44 points that game, eight three-pointers, which I think that's 24 points. So there's some quick math for you. Yeah. Um, so and that's, sick. in the third quarter, he had back-to-back threes, which, you know, on its own, is not that impressive. I mean, it's cool. But the second, though, was 33 feet, which looks very impressive. The confidence you have to have to even attempt a shot like that, let's just put it this way. I would never do that. So the cool story that behind this is when I was watching Damon Lillard being the professional basketball scout I am, I knew he was um, – he was on a hot streak that game, and he was going to do something special. So, I think they were down by two, one or two, I don't know. Um, and there was one second left in the game, and a couple minutes earlier, I told my dad, "Look, will Damian Lillard, if he gets the ball, he's going to make a game-winning three. And then he's like, "Eh, I don't think so. I think the Bulls have this in the bag." But uh, what a surprise! Was, I, yeah, I was right. Um, see, there was. Here's the thing. Obviously, as a Bulls fan, that's not very fun to watch, but I think watching any buzzer beater is cool, especially if you're not connected to the game a ton. Like, I wouldn't call myself an active basketball fan. I don't know about you, but I just think it's cool to see moments like that. And I think the cool thing about basketball is there's so many good players on so many different teams. You can have your favorite players on different teams, and you can, like, have respect and um, look up to certain players, even if they're on, they're on different teams. So, Damon Wheeler definitely uh, someone I look up to is a in the clutch and athletic guy. So, we're kind of let's move on to some current events uh, that are kind of going on right now. We can tie it back really quickly to the Super Bowl because that's probably the big thing that's going on in the sports world right now for sure. So, you want to kind of give a quick what what are your, what do you think is going to happen? What are your predictions? um i think it's hard to say this
1: year um it's i have doubted the tampa bay buccaneers the entire season the vikings i know hate to make it about the vikings we went seven and nine not the season i had pictured <laughs> the vikings outplayed the buccaneers in tampa bay the only reason we lost that game i know you bears fans you Packers fans whoever you're not a vikings fan you're going to say i'm just salty definitely am definitely played into it <laughs> but the refereeing in that game, the the officials were just awful. One of the worst games I've ever seen, and I literally only saw like two quarters. And that game alone proved to me that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are not that good. Okay. They almost lost to the Vikings. scoreboard doesn't show it, but if yeah. you actually were to sit down and watch that game, it was way closer than the score says. Um, I definitely think – and I think – what the Chiefs went, I believe, fourteen and two. I mean, Patrick Mahomes once again had an unbelievable year. The only reason he's not going to win MVP is because Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, and yeah, that's about it. I mean, Patrick Mahomes had another MVP caliber season. He probably will continue to be in the conversation for MVP every year for the next ten years. <laughs> um, probably. And so I, I, I think the Chiefs are going to win. Um. We'll we'll see. It it depends on if if Tom can play. The, I don't know if Tom can play the way he has all season. I mean, I definitely think he surprised a lot of people this year, myself included. Mainly myself, I would say. Yeah. Um, I didn't think he had he had it in him to take a team. I thought he was going to Tampa to retire. Um, he might eventually retire there, but not anytime soon. It doesn't That's look like it. so. Yeah, it, gonna... I definitely think it's going to be a shootout. But I'm looking forward to the game for sure.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, keep it brief. Um, I think I want I want the, I want Tampa to win. I uh, just like Brady. I know you don't, but I like him. Um Tampa wins 24-17. That's my final prediction.
1: 2417. I give if I had to put a score on it. I number one, I think it's gonna be a higher scoring than that. But oh, I'll you. take All the right. Chiefs. I'll take the Chiefs
0: 38-34. I'll bet you a 50,000 doge coin. <laughs> that's like what five cents or something like that okay now you see what i did there now we're transitioning into the stock market and that sounds like that sounds pretty boring but it's not because it involves GameStop and a lot of money which i know is something many teenagers are interested in so um i don't know if those of you have been paying attention to the news jonah i'm sure you've heard this we talked about it a little bit but um GameStop has had quite a month. of stock, the company is still struggling. It's a failure at this point. It's going to go bankrupt. Um, actually, you know that's a, that's a topic for another time. But for those of you who don't know, this group of subredditors, oh sorry, this subreddit called Wall Street Bets on Reddit, filled with millions of teenagers with lots of money to <laughs> waste and gamble. They decided they were just going to buy a ton of GameStop, um, stock. Um, because it's extremely heavily shorted by institutions. So um, they pumped the price up, making lots of normal everyday people millionaires. And then the controversy was uh, some of the brokerage like Robinhood prevented people from buying um, these stocks like GameStop, uh, GameStop, AMC, Nokia, BlackBerry. What are your thoughts on A, what are your reactions to it happening, the, the whole situation in the first place and the brokerage is... Stopping people from being able to buy at such a vital moment in the short squeeze.
1: Yeah, um, as I mean, I don't know nearly as much as as you as you do on the as in terms of the market. Um, I, I definitely looked into it a little bit. Um, I think number one, I'm surprised it took something like this. Ha- like I'm surprised it took this long to ha- have something like this happen. Yeah,
0: I know. Um,
1: it doesn't seem like that complex of an idea. It's and if it exactly. was able to happen in a couple of days, you, I, I'm very surprised that more hasn't happened like that. Um, granted, when you have, I mean, Robinhood, my understanding is it's pretty much completely free, right? Yeah, it's commission-free trading,
0: which is why um, so, it's attractive. I don't
1: know. It w- At face value, it looks it, like it seems like what they did was was wrong. I I think at the end of the day it should be a free market. But then at the same time, they are a private business and they have I I do believe and also I'm sure they have things protecting them to be allowed to do this thing in their terms and service that most people probably don't read. <laughs> and cool. um so at the end of the day they're a private business and they can pretty much do what they want to restrict the sales. And at the end of the day if I could be wrong in this, but if it went too far it could have meant much worse things for the market as a
0: whole? Um, I get what you're saying. And definitely, um, I understand Robinhood's a private company and a private company should be able to do whatever they want to a certain extent, but it gets a little tricky when you're talking about brokerages and those they're handling people's money. And if they're, um, you know, doing things that hurt real t- retail investors and help institutional investors like hedge funds, that's definitely wrong. And um, in terms of who's at fault here, in terms of it was like the market makers or Robinhood themselves, um, I'm not sure, but I think um, you know, everyone's talking about how, like how this might change investing forever. But I think it's just, I don't think it's gonna actually seriously impact the market. Like it's it's like five stocks. It's like GameStop, AMC, you Nokia. Know, Like, there's thousands upon thousands of stocks. Most stocks don't trade on height and, like, Reddit, like, to the moon, like, you're your money away. So I think the whole market as a whole is going to be fine. I just think this is a fad. Um, If any um, legislation gets passed by Congress, I have no idea. I don't think anything's going to change. The price of GameStop's plummeted. It reached almost, like, I want to say 500, and now it's, I think, the last time I checked. It's below hundred. So I think, I think the hype is over. Um, they're moving on to things like, you know, Dogecoin we talk about that a worthless cryptocurrency. Um, they, they like to pump that every once in a while because it's so cheap, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't think too much of it. It's definitely a fun thing to watch normal people getting rich, but I don't think it'll impact the market as a whole. So with that said, we are going to be moving on to the uh, final segment we have of the show. It's something called quick takes, which is when uh, we exchange some kind of hypothetical situations and the other person just kind of gives their quick reaction or quick take. See what we did there um, to the uh, very clever to the thing. So, Jonah, do you have any quick takes for me? All right. So, um, I don't know. I think there's a lot of different ways
1: we can go with this. And I think that's kind of the point um, just to have. Just random, not necessarily specific. Doesn't have to be a specific topic. Yeah. Um. I have one in mind. Not sure how much you'd understand it, but we'll go with the Bears because I feel like you know the Bears a little bit, a little bit better than, than, than the uh the rest of the NFL. Hopefully, I don't embarrass myself
0: here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the uh this is this is my my quick take. The okay. uh, Bears trade. Sign in. So so they're going to franchise tag Allen Robinson, um, who's their, really their only offensive weapon. Okay. I said it. I said it. Um, and uh, and so they're going to
0: – I have no idea.
1: <laughs> I mean, people would probably say, David Montgomery, oh, no. Well, it's, you just, it's
0: your show. You can say whatever you want. So. Exactly. <laughs> um, and so they're going to franchise
1: tag Allen Robinson. And then I think they have to get rid of Eddie Jackson – Okay. At, at least Eddie Jackson. Um, Khalil Mack is on the downfall. Said that too. I'll own it. I don't care.
0: All right. What's the uh, hypothetical though? That's the question.
1: So franchise tag Allen Robinson, pair him with Eddie Jackson and potentially another young defensive player. Okay. A first this year and a first next year for, um, for Deshaun Watson and... I don't know. Let's go Texans second this year.
0: All right. That was a lot of fancy uh, technical football language. I didn't understand, let's say, about 95% of it.
1: Okay, then uh, how about I hit you with a different one then?
0: Sure. I would just say to that, um, I don't know, but Bears need a new coach. That's all I'm saying, so... We'll, we'll see what
1: the what the audience says i don't know maybe we'll put a poll up and see if if what yeah, i just said sure. is crazy i mean in bear's country it might get me attacked who knows but <laughs> anyways okay let's go with another one um make this one better no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> uh shoot i don't sports is definitely the definitely
0: the have to be sports. it can be like literally anything yeah yeah
1: for sure um i don't know. do you have one in mind let me maybe i think about it for a second and You have one of mine for me.
0: Let me try to come up with one off the cuff here. Um, So you put me on the spot. Let me, this is kind of a cliche one, but uh, I want to try to give us an interesting answer. So if you were on a deserted Island and uh, only had three things, what would you take with uh, you and why make it funny, please?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I can't make it too
0: funny. Um, (laughs) all right good point make it funny enough that is uh allowable (laughs) (laughs) so uh i don't know i'd say are we talking like food or literally anything literally anything the sky's the limit at this point
1: okay um oh boy what i mean i'm on an island so i can fish so i have to bring a fishing rod all right i like your thinking there um i'm assuming the whole like there's like no power, no electricity, or any of that. Uh, so, a phone, a phone or PlayStation—that's okay. pretty much useless. Okay. Is that a fair assumption?
0: Sure. I mean, you can take it however you want. Um, I mean, there could be. An well, electric- if
1: there's electricity there, then I'm bringing like a console or like, at least a phone. Okay. So we got a fishing rod, a phone. Assuming there's electricity, and then. I need
0: a friend. I'll leave it at that. All right. Uh, we'll leave that up to interpretation. I think <laughs> I know what you're talking about, but I'll we'll leave it up to interpretation. Okay. Um, did that give you time to think of a <laughs> hypothetical I could answer the same one if you want or if you have a okay, yeah.
1: Just go ahead. we we'll ju- th- that'll be it for the for, for week one with quick takes. Out, you go ahead and answer the same all right, question.
0: All right, let me hmm. I'm gonna desert that one. Um Definitely with you on taking someone. Um, I, I don't know who, um, but definitely somebody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was pretty general. Um, What else?
1: No, but at, at, that, at some point you just need – you're just in human interaction. Honestly, it doesn't matter who. I mean, yeah. don't take your,
0: like – I mean, preferably enemies, someone but... I'd very much enjoy spending time with. Um, but aside from that, <laughs> um, let's see. Definitely food. I don't know why you didn't say food. Um I prob- it's, a, it's an island. There's gotta be natural food there. Yeah, like coconuts talk- and stuff. Sure, whatever. You know how hard it is to open up a whatever. I'm not gonna start <laughs> talking about that. Um, I take there's rocks. Yes, I take lots of water. Oh, I need a water purifier. <laughs> Dang. It. I you, you, get nah, you can't take it back. You're gonna die. I know. Um, I'm gonna die now. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh a friend, or yes, a friend. Um, water, and let's say, um, a boombox. You gotta listen to music. You gotta listen to me. I don't know if anyone uses a boombox anymore. I don't even know what that is really, <laughs> but I think it plays music. So we'll get some, <laughs> we'll get some Drake or some Khalid going and, um, dance to that on the island alone. Not alone, I guess, but with someone. So. I yeah, think someone's that, there right yeah i think that's gonna be it for this um ep- i mean that <laughs> that was <laughs> awesome <laughs> we had a we had a blast definitely gotta work it was something. a great start um yeah Got any I, closing thoughts or statements there buddy uh, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: i don't know i feel like we kind of went off the rails here here at the end i i hope it goes out the way we recorded it um yeah, i think it'll sure. be a very entertaining first episode for our audience um a lot to think about a lot that we kind of were all over the place. And I think going forward, we'll definitely have some more focused topics. Um, maybe hopefully we'll get on some guests. Um, I think that'd be Great. really cool.
0: Get some, some th- fun ones in the works.
1: Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we'll have some, some pretty cool guests on to, to bring yeah. to you guys, to you guys listening, wherever you're listening. Um, hopefully uh, this should, this should be going out on Soon. on Spotify within the next couple of days. So today is uh february 4th um so that'll be hopefully it could go out in the next couple days um before the super bowl so we can see that i was right um and yeah thank you guys for listening hopefully we will have an episode hopefully this episode will be out soon in the next couple days and then potentially one in the next uh two weeks hopefully so i think that's hopefully what we're aiming to do is get one out at least every two weeks so sure yeah All
0: right. uh, Thank you so much. This has been Excedra and we're going to sign off.